Hi guys, kings, queens, and lords on the internet. Thank you guys for coming back to the podcast. Um, today is going to be kind of a wishy-washy kind of day. Um, I don't really have too much of a life update um, for this episode. Um, everything's kind of just been chill, you know, kind of same old, same old, nothing too new. Um... Besides me getting my computer and everything, I don't think really much has changed, really. Um, trying to think here. See here. So, getting right into it, I don't know. I feel a little weird because this week I kind of procrastinated recording this episode. Um, usually, I think past couple of weeks I was doing okay. Like I was recording a couple of days in advance. Now it's more like, uh, when I remember. I feel very bad because I'm like, ooh, you should not be remembering like at pretty much a few hours before it has to go up. Like, that's not okay. Sir, thinking about that, let's get into, I guess, talking, I guess. Oh no, here's the thing. I have thought about, like, like recording and stuff. Like, I have listened to, I think, another podcast before. And I think they're kind of, they're kind of okay with, like, silence. But I feel like it's kind of weird because I feel like whenever there's a silence that falls over, like, anything, I get, like, a little scared of, like, my phone turned off or, like, the podcast stop. And it's just, like, them just taking a breath. I don't know. I feel like I, like I have to constantly be speaking. I don't know, it, it, it gives me that vibe that, like, I have to be speaking, but I'm not sure if that's because of YouTube. Because YouTube, like, nowadays, like, with so much editing, like, before I remember hearing, like, people who, like, go back and look at, the, like, at their old videos sometimes, like, the style was just unedited. Like, you know, you didn't want to, like, it was just kind of like a straight recording, raw footage, that was it. Like, you may put, like, an outro or an intro, and that was it. You know, there was no, like, fancy, like, editing, flashy, like, cuts and all this. Now it's like, that's kind of what you need to keep people entertained. So I feel like in all those videos, like now you have to constantly be speaking. Like you need something to constantly be grasping people's attention. You know, before like people were kind of chill and patient and, you know, we won't let you take a breath and not be speaking all the time. Lord. Sorry, if you heard anything, that was my bed. I don't know what's wrong with that. I'm about to get, I'm about to get a new mattress. Anyways, sir... Yeah, I'll set a little rant on that. Um, I don't really have too much of like, um, I guess you can say, um, structured podcast for today. Because um, usually what I do is like I will like find one thing that I was thinking about for like the entire week and kind of like look it up a little bit if I want to, or just kind of speak on on just that one topic. Um, but I'm not really, I'm kind of feeling more of a, just a flowing, like, kind of, kind of like a, usually what I call a spiral down of thought, when I use just to a point where I'm on one topic, then I like to jump to, like, 15 other topics, forget what I was talking about at the beginning, and I'm just like, you know what, that was fun, that's what I do all the time in my head when I'm alone, I know it might make people, like, a little nervous, but I mean, that's just me being me. Um, but I didn't know I, was, I looked at a couple things that I was, that, like, I either watched YouTube videos on recently, 
and it kind of just made me think. Um, one, and I, and I would always say this, I didn't really do too much research on these topics that I looked up on. I just, like, I just knew, like, gave me the idea of, like, talking about it. Um, because I was thinking, like, I don't know, it, it is a lot of work to research, and I know a lot of people will, probably will call me out if I did talk about something big, and they're like, you mis- misrepresented the facts, you don't know what you're talking about. So I just talk about things I just find interesting. Um, I think one of those things, I know, like last week, you know, we did AITA stories. Um, now I'm thinking about it, and I was looking at, um, I think I watched a YouTube video talking about, um, like, prisons. Either across, I think it was, like, across the world, I think. Um... And I think the one thing that kind of struck a, like made me a little upset, was how people kind of viewed um, criminals or people who just were in prison altogether, um, because a lot of people were just like, you know, very strict. You know, you do the t- you do the crime, you do the time, which I can understand. Um, but my my thing is that I feel like a lot of people don't understand how prison is, and I'm gonna just. Do disclaimer, I've I never been in prison, never been in jail. Um, but, I mean, like, you can watch things like Beyond Scare Straight or pretty much any prison documentary and or just ask them who has been in prison and they will tell you, like, it's not it's not a fun environment, it's not a fun time. Um, even when you see, like, luxurious prisons or, like, prisons around the world, some people are like, oh, they're living the high life while I'm still sitting here struggling. And it's like, well, you still have to remember that a lot of their freedoms are still taken away. Like, yeah, they might have a nice bed, you know, they might be able to see their families, you know, but I mean, like, can they leave that property a lot of times? Probably not. Do they get free access to technology that we get to? No. Can they just walk to, you know, restaurants and things when they, whenever they feel like it? No. Can they go to a job that they actually can choose and want to do for the rest of life? No. You know, like, they give up a lot of freedoms in exchange for doing the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, do the crime they do have to do the time but I feel like in a lot but that's not a lot of prison a lot of prisons don't rehabilitate they are since just a big dungeon hole <laughs> basically that would just throw people in and like you know what you're just gonna sit there and do your time but we don't ever sit there and think oh well you know maybe we shouldn't do that you know like, I feel like a lot of people are just like well they did such a horrible thing you know, they just need to be just thrown in prison, thrown in jail, and never see day of, daylight again. And my thing is, I feel like people just throw such a drastic decision like that on someone without ever thinking about, like, I mean, like, was it? I think there was, um, I think I read about, it, like, in one of my early episodes. There's, like, I'm thinking, like, threads of, like, prisoners, like, on Reddit, like, on Ask Where, like, prisoners who, like, kind of got out. Um, I, like, after the release, like, how was it coming back to the real world? And there was, like, it was just so hard, you know, because they're not rehabilitated a lot of times, especially in America. You know, America is known is known for one of those countries that don't rehabilitate their prisoners um, or jail or, like, jail people. You know, like, those people, they don't they don't rehabilitate them, you know. And, off, I mean, it's known for officers and staff and, uh, like, it's one thing getting it from your peers, um regardless if it's sexual frustration or physical or like physically or physical violence physical and verbal violence from 
you know, other people, like other prisoners, other jail mates, but, um, but you, but people also forget that the guards and, you know, the staff also take their frustration out on the prisoners and stuff. You know, it's, it's not a safe environment. You think that they're going away, even though they have done heinous things. And some of those people who are in prison and are in jail, people have to remember that some of those people are still innocent. You know, those people either just haven't been, gone through the trial yet. Some people have been and then been convicted guilty, but then later been realized, oh, no, you're innocent. And all our government does is just basically say, sorry, oops, that's it. Like, no expunging of your record, no saying, you know, we're going to fix this. Like, there's nothing to actually help rehabilitate them because we all know time is something that we just can't get back. So, you know, these people spend years, no months, years, any amount of time in jail. Um, They can't get that time back, especially if they had to forego, you know, reputation, like their family and everything, but also the reputation. Like, people look to you, but, oh, you're in jail for that? Even though you could have been, you're released because they found out that you're innocent, people still get to record and be like, oh, but you were in prison, jail. Like, people will still have this perception of you. It's kind of weird how people, how there's some people who are like, you know, yes, you know, we need people to be rehabilitated so they come back to society, you know, not redo the crime. But a lot of people are just like, oh, well, they did the crime anyway, so let them suffer. And it's like, well, are we doing anything to help each other? Like, humanities should be helping each other, but I feel a lot of people are just like, well, you did, well, you did the, well, you know, you, you should do the punishment, but instead of being, oh, something that should be learned from, they just be like, nope, just sit there and die eternally, you know, and it's, you know, it also goes with severities, you know, you know, like, there's one thing, like, you know, like, you, like, they stole, like, some money or something, yeah, it's bad, you know, but it's not as bad as a premeditated, horrible, like, manslaughtering murder, you know, like, you know, like, slaughtering hundreds or thousands or whatever, you know, that's way different than, you know, stealing money from a startup company or whatever. Um, so, you know, of course, those punishments wouldn't really be seen the same. Um, so I can see why some people are like, you know, like for murderers and people who have, you know, histories of sexual assault and stuff like that, you know, they don't, they they don't really think um, they they they're like you know they should just be locked up and for me personally I do believe that they do like I'm not saying they don't they do deserve to be locked up um, and I feel like they need to be rehabilitated away from society um, I feel like you know instead of just you know, I, I feel like for them that's a different circumstance or felonies or stuff. But it's one thing like being like, you know, involuntary manslaughter, you know. Something happened that was out of your control but you still end up taking a life or hurting someone. Does that does that person really should be, you know, on the same page? I don't know, it it, it just shows how law in things in gray areas can be just so different. Um, And I think it's worse because there's no universal law system, you know. 
you got you can come from America, you can go to Japan, and Japan is different. But I was thinking about their similarities. You know, Japan. You know, I know like it's like it's a guilty to prove innocent kind of country. The moment you are arrested and charged with a crime, you might like it's the point where like you might as well just go and start your time. There's no reason trying to fight it because there's a there's a good chance they're just still going to be convicted guilty and you're just kind of prolonging the inevitable some, to some people. Um, but it's definitely guilty to prove an innocent kind of country. And you think about it, America is the same way, you know. And the United States, you know, we say innocent to prove guilty. We don't preach that. We, like, we preach that, but we don't practice it. A lot of times, like, the moment you're thrown in jail or thrown in prison, you're guilty. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter until the trial where they say you're innocent. You're, you're guilty in front of everyone. So it's like, oh, well, you have to prove your innocence. It's not that you're innocent and we have to try to prove you're guilty of it. No, no. You need to prove that you're, that you're innocent. So, I mean, I don't know why we keep saying innocent is proven guilty. No, we're, everyone's guilty until they're proven innocent of the crime. Um, and you think about these people who, and it's known that these people have ment- like a lot of mental health disorders. You know, a lot of it comes from broken foundations, regardless of family life. Regardless, it was just some like a crazy slip up in their life and it put them down a slippery slope. People don't take the initiative to try to, you know, uh, kind of, I don't know how to say it, I guess, um, fix the core issues. They try to just be like, oh, we just need to fix yourself while you're here for, you know, 30, 30 plus years. No. And it's like, well, why like why are they forced to basically be in life-dangering situations with other people who probably i mean they're with other people who either done worse crimes than them um or just in bad situations where they're not treated with any respect by not just other you know people who are locked up with them but also staff and guards and stuff like that you know they're not to respect not treated with you know kindness humanity really um because there's still a lot of people who believe that the prison system and jail system is meant to break you down you know it's not meant to rehabilitate you no it's meant to make you less of a human my thing is that the people have this understanding i'm like they forget that a lot of people still have a chance to go back out into society so you basically are creating a monster to go back to society like, I feel like these people don't have the correct mindset because they feel like, well, I'm doing my best to, you know, save, kind of like keep everyone in, in line. But it's like, well, we need to rehabilitate. Like, we need to make sure that they know, I mean, they obviously know what they did is wrong. That's why they're in jail. That's why they're in prison. They know what they did is wrong. But are, are we fixing the core issues here? Like, are we fixing, you know, are we evaluating their there's psychology you know their brain you know do they have any issues if there's these issues present are we sitting here trying to rehabilitate and trying to give the medicine if needed you know make sure not that's not they're drugging themselves but are making sure that they're taking the medicine are making sure that you know are that you know they have good coping mechanisms do they have skills you know do they have ways of saying i'm okay you know i'm i'm working on myself 
you know, a way, in a way to come back to society, especially if it's not a horrible, crazy, you know, heinous crime. Um, you know, it's it's a tricky ground because, you know, all countries and even in some states and stuff, it's different between each um, place that you go. But I feel like overall prisons, systems and things are really just, a, a, it's like a, it's a sly cash grab for go, for governments and companies because some jails and prisons are owned by companies and they sometimes will, it's kind of like a slave labor kind of thing where they, uh, they get their labor from prisons and jails. Um, and of course I believe it's an amendment. I forgot which amendment it was, um, in the United States that, you know, the moment you get convicted, you basically are a slave. And that was a loophole that was used to kind of get blacks back into, you know, slavery without really technically making them a slave. You know, it was a loophole for that um, at the time because they're like, oh, well, you're convicted for a crime? You, oh my, then, you know, you automatically go back to slavery. So, you know, they were using that mostly just to, you know, that they'll convict blacks of tiny little things such as loitering, um, littering, those kind of things like, oh, jail, you're, you're, you're a slave now. But off of that topic, you know, that they use the labor to do things. And it's one thing paying your debt back to society, especially when you've done things like take a life or, you know, hurt people, um, you know, cause them harm, or still, you know, even though you might not presently be um, presented as a threat to society, you know, you still have to pay your debt back, basically. You know, you did take a huge amount of debt that, let's be honest, you most likely won't be able to really pay back you know, money can't solve everything like that. But I feel like prison and jail is supposed to be a place that they work on themselves, work on how they get back to society. And in some places, why not just move them away from the place that they were in? You know, I understand it. I I, I feel like, that, you know, that's a mixed bag. But I mean, especially when, if they're in places where it's like, yeah, I have family and stuff, but it's like, yeah, you might have family and stuff, but you are basically going back to a place where people are going to hate you basically already. Like you're basically going back to a place where the cards are stacked against you. Why don't you go somewhere else where it's easier, maybe it might be a little bit easier to get a clean slate than go back to a place where everyone hates you. You know, especially if you know you're guilty and, you know, you've been convicted for being guilty. So I think if you're innocent and everyone's hating you, you're like, I, I was innocent though. You know, it, I, I don't know. I feel like the legal system's so messed up because it's meant to, you you break them down, you don't help them get basically rehabilitate to go back into society, so they have no skills. They're most likely that um, their criminal record is going to keep them from getting jobs, even though there's a lot of jobs applications. They're like, oh well, we won't. You know, just because you have a criminal record, or like. No, they're going back on track and there's something wrong. Won't stop you from getting a job completely. But a lot of times, like, special felons and other places, like, they, they it might stop you. So, eventually, you're going to get desperate and you're going to fall back into your, your wrong paths. Because, like, well, I have nothing else to do. Like, eventually, your survivalists are going to kick in. You know, sooner or later, you're going to go back to however you're going to survive. And a lot of times, it might be a wrong move. And even though it's wrong, you're still like, well, 
I had to survive, you know? So eventually you back into jail, back into these wrong courts that got you there. And it wasn't because you were trying to go back. It was the fact that you you just didn't like, you're like, I, I need to survive. You know, eventually like, this was giving me money to put food in my mouth. You know, it's just hard. And, you know, the government knows this thing is that it's not like the government is so absent minded of it. They know what they're doing. And, you know, the companies it's about money. They're getting their money's worth, you know, in a sense, you know, they're, it's helping them get their money. Where people are like, well, my tax dollars are going to keeping them in jail. But it's like, well, yeah, but they come back out with no help, no nothing. Because eventually people forget that they, that a lot of these people are, are going to eventually come back out into society. Regardless of what happened, there, a lot of people, a lot of them are going to eventually come back out. You know, if they ever make it out. Um, and the things they went on in there, no one really helps them with. And sometimes they only know how to ask for the help because that's not something you're taught. You know, you're not taught, you know, you're just taught that all your rights have been taken away from you. You're not taught how to rehabilitate your rights back into your head. You know, yes, your freedoms were taken away from you. Now I need to teach you how to use your freedoms once you're getting back out. You know, once you realize, hey, I'm about to get out in a week. I'm about to get out in a month. That should be a time that everyone should be teaching you how to use your rights. How to stay off the course. You know, even governments sending up programs like, hey, go to this office, tell them what's going on, and they should help you, you know, find a place to live or help you set up a job because of the skills that, that you learn while here. There should be something there, but a lot of people are just like, nope, they'll figure it out. And then they fall back into jail. And then you're like, oh, well, they're just a bad egg. And it's like, well, you didn't help them. There's no help for them to begin with. They were set up from the start to fail. I don't know. It, it, it makes me angry because I don't understand how some people can be so adamant that the that, you know you the you know you do the crime do the time and it makes it seem like they should be just locked up forever. When I'm like, lots of people aren't. I'm like, there's a lot of people who've been convicted and accused of horrible crimes. And turns out to be innocent. But yeah, some people make it seem like, oh, well, if you're convicted or guilty of anything, you know, regardless of the evidence that might be stacked with you to say that you are innocent, well, you're, well, you're proven guilty, so you might as well just, you had to do something wrong. I just don't understand. Um, that was one thing. <laughs> it's so weird how I was able to talk about that, talk about that for a little bit. Um, I know another thing I was I read about, which I think I talked about before as well. Um, <sighs> the age-old question. <laughs> um, it was weird. Um, I, cause I was talk, I was thinking about it. And I was reading about, um, of course, like student loans and like debts and things because I apply for apprenticeships. And I think I talked about it. I think that Instagram comment section where like people kind of bashing on uh, college students. I kind of felt, I feel bad. And I still think about it because I'm like, the, the dominant mindset is to go to college. 
that's how the school system is set up. You know, elementary, middle school, and high school all just basically reteach you the same thing over and over. You know, they don't teach you things that can lead into a career on its own. And that, and I, cause I feel like that's what it's supposed to do. It should lead you into a career on its own. You know, it should at least get you to an entry-level job, but to get to mid and high, you know, senior-level position, you need to have, like, specialized schooling. That's better than just going to school. You got 12-year 12, 12 free trial that you got? Yeah, that's a free trial. You want the actual thing. You have to go into debt for that. No one has the time and money to always do that. But that's the pre, that's the dominant mindset. Go to college, so you go to college. You have all this debt. When I feel like it's kind of, I feel sad for these people because I'm like, man, like we're now we're placing over apprenticeships, and you know, like even though these aren't like new concepts, these things have been around for a while. We just have shifted from a society of, you know, finding a mentor, finding some, find someone to kind of, you know, become an apprentice under to learn the skill or trade that you want to learn you know, learning that way and becoming a master in your own right, you know, now we're like, this piece of paper should basically tell you if you're willing to, if I'm willing to get you a job or not. You know, like for management positions or anything above, excuse me, a lot of people won't even look at your application or resume if you don't have a bachelor's degree in the United States. And that's kind of sad because you're like, man, like, I'm, even if you have the skill set, it's like, do you have the schooling though? And I feel like some, some careers are easier to, to get into without, you know, a degree than others. Like the IT field, I know like some coding, if you can teach yourself coding, you know, and you can, and you know, the right people, sure. You know, it just kind of shows how in society is about who, you know, and not really what, you know, you know, as long as you know how to get in contact with the right people to get you a job, they, I mean, people can get you a job as long as you know who to ask. And how, you know, you friend the right people, you ask the right people, you eventually get where you got to be. You know, that's just how it is in our society nowadays. It's not any more of a, go for, like, I want to learn masonry. I'll find someone who is a mason and I will probably learn under them. You know, prints and everything. And I'll eventually, you know, become a skilled, tra- a skilled mason in my own right. Um... Nowadays, it's like, okay, like, there's apprenticeships available, but they're not always available everywhere. Um, and there's apprenticeships. I know there's internships. I had to explain that to my mom. The difference is that internships are usually not paid um, programs that students will take during, like, during a college degree program. So, like, if I'm going for a bachelor's in, I don't know, accounting or whatever... I would, I'll take an internship to gain experience. I will not get paid, but I'm get, but I'm getting experience. So I'll be working for an employer to get experience under my belt. You know, so that's how the payment, the payment basic experience, or like how arts way to say exposure. <laughs> I'll pay you an exposure. Or is like I can't eat with that, but okay. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> What was I about to say? Oh, so yeah, so I noticed that in the apprenticeships is basically earn while you learn kind of thing. So you're getting a certain paycheck um, while learning on the job training. So you will have some in classroom kind of training, 
but most of it will be on the job. So it's like you they kind of put they jump you right into it. There's no kind of chilling or waiting and you know all that. No, they're they're going to throw you right in. Um, so that's what I kind of signed up for. I was hoping to get her back for them soon, um, regarding apprenticeships and stuff like that because that'll be nice. Um, cause sadly the world is not meant for people who have high school diplomas to really get too far. That's to get you maybe into a nice job. Like it's more of just a, like a slow cap, like, yay, honey, you, you got, you graduated. All right, now go to college, like go to college, get in debt, be like everyone else, be, be in so much debt that you're willing to take pretty much any job that will take you and work from there. And I was thinking about it because I know some people were saying, um, like, no, I think I read an article um, from about Amazon workers. And Amazon, mm, let me tell you, I have, oof, mm, I've had experience with them and it's not the best. But I remember I read an article and how I think once, I think someone who worked with Jeff Bezos um, said that Jeff Bezos thinks that, you know, humans are pretty much inherently lazy that we're lazy and we'll do pretty much the laziest thing to kind of get what we want and my thing is that I kind of laughed a little bit because I was like you do realize you're basically enabling that habit by basically giving everyone the convenience of not having to go out to the store you do realize you're basically making everyone just a little bit more lazier right like it kind of made me feel, feel like you because some of those workers and I was just like well this isn't like a few decades ago or even like a few de- like a few centuries or even a few decades ago where this was seen as okay you know you work your butt off all day you know the men just sit there and work the butts off completely all day you know get screamed yelled at you know go through the worst things at, at work and just have to deal with it you know you just have to deal with it because that's what puts that's, that's the way that puts food in your mouth you know roof over your head clothes on your back you know those kind of things but we're now in a society where we are learning especially with the pandemic we're realizing our worth you know we're like we're not going to sit here and just let you talk to us that way like I know too many people who have just walked out jobs because of how nasty they've been treated by managers and customers stuff like that they're like I'm not going to deal with you I will find another place I'll find another place to work before I sit here and deal with your nastiness you know, I mean, it's been proven. I mean, even Amazon, like, it was, it was around an eight-month cycle before they run through literally every single employee they have. You know, and my feeling about it is the fact that you can't really work in a place like that unless you have a, a specific skill set that already puts you in a certain position, that you're not working like this. Because people forget that in service positions like this, um, like Amazon working, like, as a packer, um, all these kind of things, even other like or like retail or fast food, a lot of the positions that you see ads for like cooking, you know, cashiering stuff like that, these are disposable positions. These are positions that a robot can easily do. You know, we see McDonald's already trying to work with AI um, because of everyone kind of complaining that they want a higher wage. You know, they want more money to deal with nasty people. Like we deal with people all day. We have to be on all the time. And a lot of people have to go back home to kids and other people to probably be on a little bit longer before they 
get two hours to themselves, go to sleep, wake up, and do it all over again. You know? And, I don't know, it just makes me, I'm like, these people, I'm like, we're realizing our worth. You know, it's not being lazy. It's the fact that we realize, this is not an environment, you want me to work my butt off for so little, but do so much. You know, the pay is not equal to the amount of work you're trying to do, especially if the living wage in my area is not matching what you're trying to pay me. You know, the society is not made for people to work one job and live on their own. Like, if you want to live on your own, you, you need to be working at least two or three jobs. I know too many people who work two or three jobs and are still struggling, you know, and I'm like, it's that's not okay. Like, it's not okay to work so many jobs, like two full-time jobs, and still be struggling. Like, I don't understand how a society just thinks that that's okay. Like, it's not. It's not okay. Um... I don't know, it's just, it's tiring, and it's annoying, because too many people kind of, I feel like, kind of brush it over as, you know, it's whatever, but I'm like, it's it's not, it's not okay. <sighs> I don't know, it, it makes me a little tired to think about, because... <sighs> You know, as a new adult, personally, I'm like, it's overwhelming to think about all the bills I'll have to pay if I do move out. I just can't move out. Like, I want to move out, but I can't because I just don't make enough money. Even then, I need to save up so much money to even try to attempt to move out. Because you, like, I think I talked about it in, like, my uh, moving out tips kind of uh, episode. You know, you want you want to have first month's run, basically. Want to have the deposit? You want to have, you know, I'm like in here, at least in, in the United States, you know, application fees, um, pretty much any other fees that will be associated with going in, especially if it's your like first time moving in place. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of upfront costs, you know, not just your rent. So it'll be a lot of work. And Basically, you need basically three times the rent just to move out, saved up already, and then you actually constantly make the rent on top of utilities and other bills that you have to pay. You know, I don't know. It makes it feel like we. I feel like we're missing something in society to make our lives a little more fun. That doesn't really cost us a burning hole in our pocket. So, I mean, there are some things we can do, like you no know, parks and you know other free little activities you might be able to find on Facebook, but overall, there's not much. <laughs> like, all fun little things, like, you have to crave out, like, you got to take out time for, but if you're working two full-time jobs, where are you going to find that time? You, I'm like, you probably being at home, like, sleeping is probably the only time you might be able to get. So, I don't know, that was something I was thinking about. <sighs> Also about skincare routine because I I forgot to say I tried um, a face mask today. It was like a it was one of those sheet ones um, that kind of like when you unfold it like it's kind of like a it's supposed to be a shape of a face. Um, I got one. It was by Spa Life. Um, it's, it's not sponsored or anything, but um, what's it called? It was a purifying mask with red like red clay purifying mask. 
I bought it at a, a store near me. I'm not sure if, if it's in y'all's area, but it's called Five Below. It's kind of like a wood stays like Dollar Tree, but they raise their prices um, within recent years. So it's no longer just $5 below now. It can raise pretty high. So I feel like it will be more so what's called a Dollar General or a Family Dollar. And those are supposedly similar to Dollar Tree, kind of keeping prices low. But they're not a dollar. You know, they're, they're going to be above a dollar. So it's kind of like that, except it's kind of like just a bigger margin of prices. Um... I bought it there. And it was okay. I think I think that's my first ever like skincare doing anything. I was like, oh. It, it felt a little weird. Like I don't have a skincare routine personally. I probably should start one. Um but like, you know, wash the face and everything, put the mask on. It was just kind of weird because like it tingled a little bit. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna assume it means it's working. And taking it off and everything it made my face feel a little heavy because of the serum um I, I took it off and like of course I'm like rubbing the serum everywhere like I I noticed there's some bubble areas so I like kept like I kind of smeared in where like the bubbles were and kind of like smoothed in it didn't say to rinse it off which I assumed was you know to keep like the serum whatever on the skin so it can kind of be absorbed into the skin um but I don't know it was okay. It was a little heavy at first, but but like that's my first time ever doing any skincare thing ever, which I think I'll want to do daily now. I just had to find like ones that are kind of like more so for daily use, because um, you know I think the one I bought was like a purifying one. I feel like the ones that are daily are like the hydrating, um, soothing ones, not the ones that are like meant to like go for a specific purpose, like exfoliating or you know, acne and stuff like that. Like, those are not meant to be daily. At least that's what happened when I looked up. They're like, it's not meant to be daily. Like, the ones that are, like, hydrating, stuff like that, those are okay to be used daily. So I was like, okay, well, I'll have to look around. That's cool and nice to know. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Is there anything else I want to talk about? <sighs> I don't know. I did read... a an article about spanking children and I was like <sighs> I heard that's on a decline with newer generations coming in like it's just not something that parents do much anymore um, which I know some probably older parents are like yeah but <laughs> knowing how seeing some of these kids be acting I know some people are probably like mm. but I will agree I feel like you know I don't know. It, it was basically how, you know, psychologists and everything was like, don't spank your kids, basically. <laughs> like, we're not telling you how to basically raise your kids, but don't spank your kids. Um, which, of course, I'm not here to, like, tell anyone how to raise their children. I don't have children, so I can't really even be involved in that conversation. Um, but I can just say just as someone who's been a child and still is my parents, um, I think it's just the effects. I feel like when we get older, we kind of just can differentiate to some degree, like our spankings and, you know, mainly because it's it's a rear view kind of thing. But as a child, when you're going through it, you're like, I hate my parents, you know, and it's, I don't know. Some people, like they, like some people who are in debate, like they're like, they didn't really see much issue because they're like, hey, it's not really a problem for me, you know? 
I like to hear kind of what some people think about that who listen. Like, do you think Spanx okay? You know, when... I feel like the one, the biggest question I was there first was, when did spanking come from a corporal punishment that's meant to help teach kids to deter them from things, such as, which would be a discouraging act, from where it comes, where the line is between that and abuse, you know? I feel like, to me, when I first thought about it, I was like, well, it's when, you know, it, it happens when, you know, it's, it's no longer done from a place of trying to make you understand what's going on. It's coming from tiredness and anger. I feel like it's when it's more so of an abusive action because you're not really teaching kids anything. It's more so the instant gratification of, well, not, I feel like gratification is, well, gratification is probably the wrong word to use, but it's like an instant, I got, I got, you know, what was needed. You know, so that's why, I feel like that's why sometimes parents might yell at their kids or just, get like they want quick reaction they want the quick respect that they want in that moment but they don't think long term of how like the child will eventually either copy these habits thinking that these are okay habits to like to reenact with other people with their peers and eventually if they do get married their spouse and children or they don't they don't i feel like parents just always don't think about those things um but parenting's hard, you know, like, yeah, you do have to, I feel like some parents do have to realize you gave birth to a completely different human being, you know, you didn't give birth to a clone of yourself, or to a clone of your spouse, or whatever, like, you, you have a whole separate human being that you're going to learn that has separate personality, separate things going with them, so you can't really just, I don't know, I feel like it's harder to put them, oh, hello, that was a strange passing by. Um, sorry, you can't really just put them in the same boat because some people like say like you know I got spanked as a child, I turned out fine, I'm okay. You know, and there's some other people like yeah, it wasn't the best time. So you know, I mean, you know, things can make or break a child very easily, uh, and that just really depends on actually trying to get to know your child and knowing what kind of discipline works. All that, all that stuff. I don't know. I'm not a parent, so I really can't speak on it. I can just know from my own, you know, being a child, I just didn't really, I didn't really think I required too many spankings. Just because I was like, I was a child that just got it after really being told. I didn't really need any physical repetition of, hey, you're going to learn. So, eh, I don't know. It's it's a complicated issue of telling a parent basically how to parent their own child. Um, I feel like it's seen a little bit as disrespectful to a degree to tell people how to do like their job or how to parent their children, especially because it's like that's not my child. Like, this is not your child. You don't you don't live with this child. You know you don't know this child. Um, but it's kind of weird. It's just it's just weird how. We sometimes have, we basically are trying, trying to tell parents how to parent the children. At the same time, also be like, that's not your child. Like, you can't tell them how to parent the child. It's it's a weird dilemma. Oh, that made me also think about schools. So I just, I remember also I read an article. And it was talking about, um, I think it was like a substitute teacher, basically like one like schools to crack down on phone use. And they're like, yeah, like, you know, I've been, I've been a substitute teacher in school for nine or so years. 
and like students always be on phones is such a big issue. And I was just trying to figure out, I was like, what schools are you are you guys in that this is such a big issue? Like apparently people are like, you know, like being cussed out by students and, you know, just being met with just so much like resistance for being told to put their phones away. And I'm like, what? I'm just, I just, I just get confused. Cause I'm like, I, I don't know how this is happening. I feel like in all the school, I feel like in middle school and high school when I have my phone, you know, I do understand that now people have like even kindergartners and first graders are having their own iPhones and stuff. Um, which of course wasn't around when I was younger, but I was of a different, I'm a different generation of the kids now. Um, but I will definitely say that I just felt like it wasn't too much of an issue. Like, I feel like we just knew, like, Teresa said, put your phone away. We just put our phones away. Like, that was it. And, but most of the time, like, we were actually just paying attention. Or at least just didn't have our phones out. So, like, it, just was, it was just not that much of a big issue. So, I don't know. I feel like we just were just common sense kind of people. I'm not sure... If it's meant, uh, I'm sure the kids who are now who are doing it now are seeing it as a cool thing to do or whatever. Um, but I'm going to show you this, especially when they get older, they can just realize how, one, a lot of things that you do as a child aren't cool anymore. You know, a lot of things you do, not everything, but a lot of things you do aren't cool. Some of them are probably disrespectful and offensive. Um, also, whatchamacallit, um... I don't know, it's just like when you grow up, you kind of see, like, in hindsight, you shouldn't have done or said the things you did. And one of the things is probably cussing out your substitute teacher because they asked you to put your phone away. And I've heard about people be like, you know, they will get upset with how teachers speak to them and stuff. I understand they're, like, very nasty or, like, condescending. But I feel like a lot of times they're just, like, they're, one, they're tired because they either have their own children and stuff to deal with. But still, they deal with multiple other classes during the day and have to deal with multiple different people so I don't know I feel like schools I feel like parents sometimes trust schools to kind of parent their child, children a little bit but sometimes they don't want them doing that because it's like I don't know what you're teaching my child I don't know because I remember also about the uh, thing with like the coach being fired I heard because he didn't want to use the like students preferred pronouns and how like people were saying you know that was an infringement on freedom of speech and how, like, the school was out of line for firing him um, so close in the school year. It, it was a it was a weird thing. I was like, I feel like just as long, I think as much as we're progressing some areas, there's always going to be, like, there's always going to be, you know, backlash and fighting and decreasing in other areas or in the same areas as well. So, <sighs> I don't know. I feel like as much as we're trying to provide for everyone and trying to make sure we're trying to get everyone happy, there's always when people are like, no, you're just wrong for doing that. And it's like, you just can't make everyone happy, apparently. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning over here, and I'm just ranting in my bedroom. Oh, well. <sighs> I don't know anymore. I'm just so tired. I think I'm just tired of the world in general. I just really just kind of like would like, I don't know, I think part of me just wants, I feel like the world would have to come to an end to some degree. And not, and like, as in like doomsday apocalypse, but just like, 
I feel like this world is going to boil over to a point where humanity will just have to stop. You know, humanity will just have to. It's going like humanity will have to have a reset, basically. Like the world itself will have to hit a reset soon. It can't keep going on with the rate we're going. It just can't happen. There's so much going on. Hmm. Excuse me. That shows you. It's one o'clock over here, like I said. So I'm just tired. Ugh, man. I don't even know anymore. I'm just... It's just so much to think about. I feel like I'm just stressed and everything as well. It's so weird. I don't know. Actually, I actually don't remember what I was talking about, to be honest with you. I'm not sure that's because of me being tired or because I like to spiral down to thoughts that make absolutely no sense. It's probably a mixture. Oh, well. I, I, I don't I don't have nothing else to say or do. So without further ado. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have much else to talk about. I don't really have like a planned topic. Um, I probably have to probably ask my mom or my cousins if they have anything they probably want to talk about. Because I know for a fact that they're the only ones who probably... I know my cousin is like the only one who actually listens to my podcast. I don't know anyone else who does. I know I get, have other listeners, but I don't think those listeners have Twitter. I don't know. I don't really get a lot of listeners, but that's okay. That's what's ever. That's what's ever. But yeah. Thank you, for, thank you for coming to my spiraling down of tiredness and depression for... Um, disguised as a TED talk. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy listening to me rant for whatever. Hopefully you put on, put me on as background noise while you did chores, whatever. Hope you guys have fun living your best life. You know, please live your best life because life is short and you know, we don't, we don't get too many chances at life. So make it count. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't let yourself in jail or prison. I like for you to be free. Please be safe. Stay safe, stay healthy. All the good stuff. And I'll see you guys. Well, not see you guys. I'll, I'm going to chime back in next week. Bye, guys.